Real rerun starting. Sorry. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? Uh, well, uh, welcome to Will Rewind. I'm your host Callum, joined as usual by George. Uh, and by Alex. Alright. Uh, how you guys been the best week? Uh, what's been your latest film and TV antics? Alex, what have you been watching? Uh, not a huge amount this week. I've continued my very slow MCU marathon, so I'm now up to Captain America, the first Avenger, which is that, that is very slow. Huh? That's a very slow marathon. <laughs> yeah, it's about saying. two two films a week so far. Uh, was that the, the fifth film in the like, the whole saga? Yes, but I also haven't watched Incredible Hulk because it isn't on Disney Plus, so technically only four films. Is it not? Oh, of course it is. Well, actually, no, no, that and Spider Man on. Um, but yeah, so. First Avenger is a way better film than I remember. I always remember it being underrated, but it is legitimately really good, and I couldn't really think of anything in it. Yeah, I actually really like the film. That's actually one of my favourites, and it's like a lot of people talk quite down on it, really, and I don't understand why. Yeah, I really like it. Well, I never thought it was bad or anything. I was like, oh, it's kind of underrated, but like, it's a pretty good film. And then I rewatched it last night. I was like, actually, this is a really good film. Like, yeah, Yeah, I love it. I love that film. Yeah. yeah. Um, Uh. Yeah, I watched Goodfellas. I like Goodfellas. Uh, That's not, uh, yeah, it's a good film. Good film. That's not watched in years. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's about it for me for this week. George, what have you been watching? Um, I've watched a fair amount this week. Um, but I guess the things that I've watched recently of note is uh, I watched Atlantis again the other day. Disney's Atlantis. See, that's actually one of my, like, favourite Disney films, even though like, it, I love people diss them. It's still just a okay movie. I love that film. <laughs> he always still just does that. A... It's like Treasure Planet. George always disses it. Well, Treasure Planet is crap. But, it's great. But it's amazing. It's not. My child did that film. <laughs> yeah, there's tons of nostalgia attached to it. I get it. Like, I also, Atlantis, I watched a lot as a kid, but watching it now, I'm like, yeah, it's great. okay. It's a pretty <laughs> okay movie. Um, and I've just been watching some like other stuff. I watched uh, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Um, I watched Jackie Brown because I watched Foxy Brown. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. I feel like there was something else that I watched that I was like, oh, I'll mention that, but I don't remember what it is. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, um, like I think I watched this week as well was um, I watched uh, uh, Afterlife season two, which came out came out yesterday. I mean, no, sorry, on Friday. Hmm? Watched the whole oh, season. Really yeah, it's actually really good. Um, well, obviously the whole season's only like three hours long, so I watched it pretty pretty, pretty quick. Watched all my dad, and then um, yeah, it's actually um, it's it's just strange watching the series because it's just it, you, you just watch a man get on with it in in, in his life. Obviously, I, I'm sure you guys have seen the first season, right? I haven't. No. You know, George, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is what you probably know. It's just it just continues on further. You just sort of seeing it, see how he's dealing with the situation. Unfortunately, other things in the season kick him down further. You, you, and also what I like as well is that they're sort of fleshing out other characters in, like, in it a bit more. Like you start like instead of like um you know, you know Post and Pat. Yep. Yeah, like uh he starts getting a bit of like instead of just being like an annoying postman, he starts getting a bit of like forgive me more screen time and like getting he's being a bit more friendly with him. And um, yeah, and also uh, and and uh, Daphne the sex the prostitute. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just I, I thought this season was much better. Instead of just focusing on him, it's also focusing on the lives of all the other characters in the series as well, which I, which I really liked. Yeah, I look, I look forward to season season, season three if it if you do that. Hope hope so. Nice. 
Yeah. Yes. And then uh, that's just probably the main thing of note I've watched um, that week. And then also I watched I've, I've now um, watched the final episode of Better Call Saul that came out on Tuesday. And um, that's getting. Have you got to watch Better Call Saul? No. I'd say it's well, it's very close on to being Breaking Bad, and I think it's actually probably the series is actually probably just as good as Breaking Bad. And uh, again, I, I'm surprised everyone everyone watched Breaking Bad like loads, but then not many people are thinking. Well, there are people watching it, but not as many people are watching Better Call Saul. I don't know why. Cause it's probably just as good. Maybe pretty... Breaking Bad was like my thing with Breaking Bad is like it's really slow. Not meaning it's bad, but like it's very slow and like the build-up takes ages which is both in its credit but also makes it like a real like task to watch through did you feel like it was a task i binged it all loads i like watched it over probably about a year i think like uh, between starting season one and finishing season five maybe a bit more um but like there was especially at the start like the last couple of seasons like you can get through real quick but the first few seasons was very much like here is five minutes of them sitting around a table eating and like it's not bad by any means don't get me wrong i've had some of the best scenes when they're talking yeah like it's not bad it's just like a bit slow and like they make you watch a lot of kind of mundane you know day-to-day stuff to then like you kind of earn the higher like the the kind of like climaxes of the seasons and the episodes which isn't bad by any means and like it builds the tension brilliantly but it's kind of like i remember when better call soul came out and i like start like uh watch the first episode and i was just like oh it's gonna be it's gonna be the same thing again and coming straight off the back of breaking bad i'd really like to watch something really that's right so I, I've just I was like, oh, i'll come back to it later and just never never did i think it's fantastic I'm pretty, I'm, yeah yeah i'm sure it is i'm like because breaking bad was fantastic um especially like season five like every episode just like oh what's going on oh my god um but yeah and i'm sure this is too and hopefully one day i'll get around to watch yeah. it what i'll say is um, though is that it, it amazed me how like i'd never liked uh Saul goodman before watching this and now would have actually managed to make me like him well i think that's the reason why a lot of people haven't watched it is because they didn't, they didn't like Saul. well i think breaking bad came out maybe at a point where there wasn't as much on um, which I know is a dumb thing to say because it didn't come out that long. No, I, I, I get what you mean, but like, um, and, and also it became like a phenomenon. I think Better Call Saul came out in the age of like Netflix, where there's so much stuff. Like, I bet a ton of people after Breaking Bad, like Better Call Saul, yeah, I'll add that to my watch list. They never got around to it. Um, and I also think that Saul wasn't necessarily the best character. And I know that like, if, if you watch this now, you'll see why it was. Like, the well, best yeah, I think they on. also had a reason to and have developed him. I just think that initial getting into the series is I've got tons of other stuff to watch and I don't really care about Saul and Breaking Bad kind of ended on a good note do I want to watch this again and I feel like that's where a lot of people stumbled See, I, I didn't mind because of the prequel I was very iffy about the um, you know, the film El Camino which I thought I, well, I liked it but unnecessary well that's the thing it's like El Camino did well as well because it was about Breaking Bad I think a lot of people like I don't want a spin off show which is where mm. I think people have stumbled. Like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we watched this week, and uh, 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 in this week's discussion, uh, due to, uh, from an idea that came from George, we have all. Um... It didn't come from me. Oh, I should put out. It didn't come from me. We got uh, a message we, from. We got a message. 
We yes. got the first message. It was very exciting. It wasn't the first message. We've had loads of messages, but it shows who does social media and who doesn't. Oh, um, well, thank you for sharing, <laughs> Mr. Social Media. Uh, well, you can look as well. You've got the login. You just choose not to. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got uh, someone, uh, Tally, messaged in and asked us this question. Uh, and I really liked it, so I decided that we should do it on this. Yes. Um, uh, so, this, uh, so, this, so this idea, it would be uh, um, uh, what would be our ideal casting for a heist film. But then um, uh, the idea then got developed. I'm pretty sure George, you developed the idea further. Yeah, of, I, well, of... then I started thinking about it and was like, ah, oh, it'd be really cool to do this. Yeah, so uh, uh, the full idea is to um, uh, each of us pick a different era or like decade that our film would be not like it'd be it'd be filmed in. So, um, yeah. so, uh, so we would choose a- actors, directors, and writers from that time. And so, 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 so that's what we, uh, we all uh, uh, went away and did. And uh, uh, each of us, I think I'm saying now, so George has picked the, the 80s, I picked the 90s, and Alex has picked a, 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 a modern day. So we'll get, I have get, indeed. So we get actors from the different eras. And also, club case as well, so um, uh, each, uh, each of us have been given uh, eight sort of parts to cast. Our list is out now before we start as well. Mm-hmm. So we, we've had to cast uh, uh, the initial target on the mark, the highest mastermind. The, and so some, some of these we might have swapped, swapped out for one another, so we'll keep them on as well. But our initial, um, initial um, list was uh, to have a safe cracker, a hacker, which we switched off, or gadget, or like a demolition person, a driver, a con man, a, back, a, a backer, and a newbie. And, we, and, we, and also, if we wanted to go further, we could also like, choose a director and a possible writer as well for, uh, for the film. So yeah, so, so we went and did that, and um, uh, Alex, uh, would you like to start? Uh, yeah, can do, yeah. can do. Off to you. So, I decided that I'd go for a bit of a, a comedy vibe for mine. Mm-hmm. So mine by no means is going to be winning any Oscars. It's going to be a popcorn flick, but it's going to be a good one. <laughs> at least I hope. So, for my, my mastermind, um, I thought I'd go for someone like a little... A little older now rather than having like kind of a younger person doing it so i've gone for michael keaton to be my mastermind mm. oh keaton has done a lot of heist films he yeah. yes uh again like i don't think any of mine is necessarily breaking new ground no, i like it yeah um my new person coming into it I actually struggled with this one because I wasn't really sure. And then I kind of thought about it last night. And like it changed last night. But I went for uh, Hayley Steinfeld. Oh. Because I think she's pretty good from what I've seen her in, which I've only, as far as I'm aware, I think I've only seen her in Edge of 17 and Bumblebee. But I think she's pretty good. And I think she could be a bit feisty. And, feisty. And a good <laughs> heist film. Well, as uh, in, like, my, my, my idea would be that, like, She'd probably get. I haven't like thought the plot. Like, she'd probably get brought in by like, I don't know, trying to pickpocket Michael Keaton or like con Michael Keaton in some kind of way. Oh, was and, like, same sort of thing of like, is this sort of like this is young person or someone he's potential in, and then yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that was that was my thinking. Alex, she's also in um Into the Spider Verse. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, who's she in that? Gwen. Oh, nice, nice. I did not realize that. I didn't realize that either. And Pitch Perfect Two. No, no, Admittedly not perfect. seen nothing, but <laughs> uh, I think I have seen the first one to be fair. But anyway, I digress. You miss it out. Well, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love it, Callum. Check it out. Uh, 
Where was? Oh yeah. So my safe cracker. Admittedly, this might be a choice just because I want to see them in more stuff. Um, but I've gone for David Tennant, mm. and my reason being is because I think he's a really good actor. But everything he's done that I can think of recently, he's kind of been like the villain in it, or he's not like necessarily a, like the evil villain, but like the I don't know, like an abusive father and things like that. And he's always played very dark roles where he's been like a murderer or something. And I just want to see him do something a bit more upbeat again. <laughs> also, because I was thinking he could go like full on Scottish for this. And just, I think it would be kind of, because most of mine are like, uh, you know, American film stars mostly. But like having having David, Ten- uh, David Tennant being like a full on Scottish safe cracker, I think could be quite funny. Have you... um? <laughs> seen the new DuckTales? I haven't. Because he voices Scrooge McDuck. Oh yeah, of course. And I feel like that's the exact voice and temperament that you want him to have in your movie. It might be. When we finish this, I will go and watch a bit. It's actually funny you say it as well, because I can just picture Scrooge McDuck. I can imagine now when he cracks the safe, when like, yeah, he cracks the safe, he'll then jump into the money. (laughs) Yeah, like, totally, that's the kind of vibe I'm going for. Yeah. Because, like, when when he was Doctor Who, he was, like, loads of energetic and all over the place, and, like, I've seen him in about three things now where he's been like the, the dad and the murderer. And I'm he's like, an he's really good at. Now. Huh? Because he's an old man now. Maybe. But like, you know, he could be, he could, doesn't need to be, like, he can still have his beard in this. He's just got yeah. to be like a bit more upbeat. And I think allowing him to be Scottish will very much like, he'll like that. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm into this film. Random dude I just met on the street who came up and pitched a film to me. Uh, that's why I imagine the conversation would be rather than please leave me alone but you know uh, my quick talking con man I've gone for Sam Rockwell yep. yeah I, yeah, that'd be quite cool actually yeah because I just really wanted Sam Rockwell in this originally I was kind of thinking of him as the mastermind and then I ended up like being like uh, no I don't I don't quite think so because when I thought Michael Keaton I was like uh how I picture Sam Rockwell in that sort of part has been a bit like jittery and stuff. I don't know, like a bit on edge. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, I uh, picture him as trying to be suave and smooth. Oh no, I'm no. Well, oh no, I mean he's so confident in it, but I mean his sort of persona is a bit like he makes people a bit uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? That's how I see him. Um, not. I don't think that's how I was thinking of it, but more of like he can do, like you know, kind of a bit of charismatic. But have it falter a little. But you know, he's also like he can be silly and kind of get away with it and be a good distraction. He can like dance into a building like he does in Iron Man Two. I think that's <laughs> where you were really yeah. going for. What? Uh, yeah. Well, at one point I was having him as the hacker, and then it's like, no, because then it's just going to be playing the dude from Iron Man Two. I actually completely forgot uh, he's Iron Man Two. <laughs> He's the best part. Yeah, he's like the best part. Yeah, because yeah, I completely. You know, it shows how little I've watched. We watched that film. <laughs> yeah. Um, my driver. Uh, I've gone with Karen Gillan. Because I was going for a very similar vibe to like the new Jumanji films, and I think she was pretty good in those. And I was like, you know what? Sure, be the driver. That I think would be. I think she'd be entertaining in that, and would you know. She can look pretty cool and while doing it. <laughs> Throwing a few, few one-liners, you know. Um, my hacker, I've gone with Carl Urban, 
Um, <laughs> because, yeah, because I'm going with the theory. My theory being is that my hacker is also going to be my strongman, because that's the kind of thing that no one usually crosses over. And having, you know, not that I am by any means a hacker, but having done computer science, it's like, always seem to get portrayed as, like, really, really nerdy, or some, like, I don't know, goth chick in films. Neither of which are really accurate, to be fair. But, like, just for once, I'd like a strong man to be a hacker. It'd just be cool. Not that that's particularly true either, but, you know. And also... What about Bing Rames in um, Mission to Possible? He does some hacking. <laughs> yeah. Now, also, I think as well, like, are you sort of a carbon? Are you thinking, like, his sort of... Would he be a bit similar to, like, what he's like on The Boys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, is that what you're going for with that? Uh, not quite. Not to that extent. Because what I kind of want is to him to act a bit more like your stereotype hacker. Not to, like, a mad extent. Well, I, I would want have him a bit more... Like, like... Over... You were... Yeah, just him being, like, kind of a normal guy. Like, him not being like... super confident or cocky. He's just smart. Um, so you know, having a... Star Trek. Kinda. Kind... Like, he is yeah. still cool, but he's kind of neurotic and is, like... Yeah, kind of. But what I, what I kind of was imagining is what I wanted from this is that he's, like, kind of unassuming hacker. Like, he's kind of funny, but, like, he wouldn't necessarily be as funny as, like, Sam Rockwell and some other people in this. And then he can, you know, come in and does the hacking. And then at one point, I was thinking that they'd get caught and he'd, like, fight his way out of it. And everyone else is just like, wait, you can fight? Because that's kind of, to be fair... I think Fast and Furious did kind of do this, where they were like, oh, we've made our hacker also, like, great at hand-to-hand combat, because it's kind of funny and no one sees it coming. But equally, it kind of works, and I like the idea. So that was kind of my thought, is that it would, like, end up turning out that he was really good at, like, you know, hand-to-hand combat and, I don't know, shooting people if it came to that. And I was like, that'd be kind of funny. So that's why I went Carl Urban. For my mark, or, like target yep uh i've gone for as i was saying to kind of george last night trying not to give away is i've gone for someone who is like a safe choice i guess um because i probably have it a bit where you know the target is just kind of in the background doing their thing is a bit evil but like mostly it would focus on kind of the crew so i've gone with mark strong because he can play a pretty good bad guy and he's probably played this role at least a couple of times at this point um but I like Mark Strong, and I was like, yeah, I'll stick him as the as the bad guy. Um, yeah. To be fair, and he, then, he, Mark Strong has sort of like stereotypical look, isn't he? Like he, he's, he, you can see see sword trying to rob him, can't you? Like, like, like yeah. a heist, yeah. He like plays he plays... Yeah, yeah he, he plays bad guys very well, I think. And I really like Mark Strong. Um, yeah. Also, probably, you know, I had Mark written and I was like, who should be my mark? And then I was like, strong, that'll be <laughs> Saves me writing down another word. No, okay. um, yeah, it really confused me that I was like, Mark, Mark Strong. I was like, who's Mark, Mark Strong? I'm like, oh no, the mark is Mark Strong. The Mark, Mark yeah. Strong. <laughs> yeah. Marky Mark is who you could Marky Mark, yeah. You know, if, if Mastermind newbie backer, safe cracker, combat driver, and hacker were more common names, maybe I'd have followed suit with those but what, what i love about obviously is obviously that we've obviously given this idea and this list of like people to cast and obviously it's up to interpretation how you want to do that and your interpretation is very literal of like i'll do the marcus mark who should i which mark should i cast <laughs> which mark yeah <laughs> um 
yeah, no, I did. I did find that amusing. I know, I'd love to know if, you, if, if, uh, if your driver was actually like an F1 driver or something. Who's my driver? Yeah. Adam driver. Adam driver. Adam driver. Guys, I've really, I've really missed a, missed an idea here. I should have done. You feel like I could oh, show see Adam drivers get my driver. Based on the base. Yeah, of, I, I, that, yeah. yeah, but Caleb, Caleb, every yeah. single one I think bar one actor in Alex's cast has been in the MCU. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I did, uh, yeah, I was actually thinking about that. You're right. I, I, I think Jordan's got a radar has, for like no, Alex in the MCU. Bar two, although I think one is scheduled to go in. One is scheduled to go in. Well, yeah, I, Spider-Verse, I was like, ah, oh, technically that's a Marvel film. But yes, two haven't appeared in the MCU. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Hayley Steinfeld is going in into the Hawkeye series, to be fair, isn't she? Yeah, she, is she actually? Well, that's the rumour. Well, I don't think it's confirmed yet. But I know they want yeah. It was one of those things where they were like, oh, the Marvel are after Hayley Steinfeld for the role. And everyone's like, yeah, that's really good. I like that. And then that's all we've heard. So. Yeah, I also saw it as well. Yeah. Obviously, a bit, I was also going off on there. But um, is, isn't Charlie Hunnam being eyed for MCU as well? Or was that a rumour? I don't know, maybe. No. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, no one is necessarily like a massive player in the MCU that I've got on my list. Like they're mostly, I guess, uh, Karen Gillan's Edgar. Like most of them are kind of like one-offs. Yeah, I I did totally but, expect when you were like, ah, oh, yeah. I'll have uh, Michael Keaton as the mastermind, and then the newbie. I was like, Tom Holland. Here we go. It's actually Tom Holland. No, no, I, no. I, no I, I, done that. It's so Hank's yeah, so I got off that. Callum was yeah. Definitely I, although admittedly, admittedly, at one point I did have. Robert Downey Jr. as the mastermind. Tom Holland, I think, I, was the I, hacker. <laughs> is this uh, I had Taron Egerton was my was my newbie before Hayley Steinfeld. Because Kingsman. Like, oh, yeah, Kingsman. Yeah, they're all just actors I like. Admittedly, you know. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's me. It's not interpretation. I've sent so I've sent to George before, like how you could either pick the actors you from the area that you want to, to, just because you want them to be together in a film or you could think because I think George has gone more, gone more for the like what would actually who would be cast perfectly at this time well I've gone for yeah. who would yeah. be I've gone for like who would be cast but also I have totally gone for like and I would like to see that like yeah I've yeah. put together a film that I would totally watch also admittedly at this point it's actually quite difficult thinking of a big actor that hasn't been in the MCU in all honesty they're fewer and further between every year Keanu Reeves, not The yet. Rock. Yeah, uh, nearly every DC. I didn't actor. say there's none of them. <laughs> let's not, let's not start listing off actors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so my last one is is the backer, who is also. This is how I'm going to make sure that my film is good, even though it's a comedy, because my backer, who is also the director, and you can probably guess where this I is going. Exactly. It's Taika I knew. Waititi. As soon as it was like Alex is doing modern day, it's like, so Taika Waititi, who would Taika Waititi cast in this film? <laughs> yeah, comedy. <laughs> Instantly. But even yeah, if it wasn't a comedy, I was like, he's going to pick Taika Waititi no matter what. So. I wouldn't have picked him if I wasn't going for a comedy. Hmm. Uh, like, maybe an action comedy, which is probably what this would be, but you know. Um, but yeah, admittedly, I haven't done many film studies like you guys, so I'm pretty basic on my I've film. I've not done any film studies. So. Well, need for a vibe, but you just know more than me. I've done a lot. Well, I hope so, yeah. George. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, a bit worried for your degree. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that yeah, there you go. That's my casting. I, I quite, I, uh, I quite, uh, I quite, I quite like the idea of that. Do you, do you think of like what your 
rough plot could could be? I know you said you don't really think much, but like, do you know what? I maybe? haven't really. I, I to be fair, it would probably be quite a basic well, like, like a bank heist store. You know, ah, oh, there's an evil guy who has some money or a thing that we want to steal, and they're going to go in and steal it, and it'll so probably be the top of a. So... <laughs> yeah, it's a heist. It's a heist. Yeah. I haven't I mean, really my... like. Yeah. Mm. Other than the fact that I was like, it's Taika Waititi, he'll do something funny with it. I haven't really thought much of it. Yeah. Other than maybe that, you know, the newbie would come in by like trying to copy <laughs> the mastermind and then being like, nice try, kid, but I like your style. That was clever. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So... Maybe have a like come in midway through because she manages to nick something off one of the other characters. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Ooh, okay. yeah. Any, yeah. any questions about that? Uh, or... Yeah, no. I think it's quite yeah, it's pretty cool for nice. one of the film. Nice, yeah. Uh, but I don't think it would win any Oscars, but I think it would be a hell of a fun time to watch. Uh, who knows? Tiger Heat's a very smart man. I'm saying you're like he's actually making it. Exactly. But if I if I'm like you know I could kind of cast anyone and they'd be like and Tiger White teaches my director and everyone would be like oh that'd be good. So you know, kind of made life easy for me. Yeah, so on yeah. this, um, so George, do you want to yes. pass over to you for your casting? Sure. Uh, I did the 80s, but I thought the issue with doing like a whole decade is like people were popular and famous at different times, that sort of thing. So I picked a year and I've done 1986. When oh, really? Oh, see, for mine, I've done like sort of like late 90s, mid, yeah, mid to late. Yeah, I, I mean, I that's what anyway, yeah. 86 is kind of, yeah. But so uh, I think the tone. It, or the genre, I guess, is going to really define um, a lot of my choices and stuff. But I also did a comedy because Me. I thought big cast, like hijinks movie in the 80s would be a comedy. Um, and it's kind of uh, like most comedies in that period. It's a lot of like, ah, oh, slackers and deadbeats and lovable underdogs going up against the man. Like The man. Of, well, like, a lot of villains were the police or army or like businessmen were kind of the stock villain of a lot of those films. So that's what I've got. Um, my director, I'll start with director. Hmm. Some like things I thought about, I was maybe going to go John Landis, maybe going to go Martin Brest, who would have done Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, maybe we've done Harold Ramey or Richard Donner, but I went for Ivan Reitman. Hmm. Uh, who had done Meatballs and would come off of Stripes in 1982 mm. and then did Ghostbusters in 84. Yeah, I, I, I straight away the film I was like, yeah, no, yeah. And just based on that, I sort of know just sort of like what you're going for in a comedy vibe in your film already. Yeah, that's so, yeah. the basic kind of comedy vibe I'm going for. And also that... A bit of seriousness as well, but a lot of tongue-in-cheek as well. And Yeah, and yeah. also 80s comedy on that style was kind of a bit incestuous. Like, looking at those filmographies, a lot of people worked together and a lot of people, like, appeared in different movies and stuff. Yeah, So I, that kind of did dictate where some of my casting would go. But. Yeah, that's true, cause especially, like, yeah, obviously you still get in now, but you understand what you mean back then, you definitely got, like, a lot of these actors came in groups or pairs or, you know, sort of always cast together. Yeah, or you got people, like, who kind of defined that genre a bit and then popped up a lot in a lot of different movies and worked together a yeah. lot and that sort of thing. Um, so my writer, speaking of which, did think of doing uh, Daniel Petrie Jr., who did Beverly Hills Cop, or Dan Aykroyd, who would have done Ghostbusters and Spies Like Us, 
Uh, I did think of maybe doing um, Timothy Harold Harris and Herschel Weingrod, who are the guys who did uh, Trading Places and Brewster's Millions. Like trying to think of writers from that sort of style of comedy. But I end up going for two writers. Went for Andrew Bergman, who did Fletch, because I thought that's very. That's basically is a heist film in a way of kind of a con man doing a lot of fast talking, a lot of trying to get into places, that sort of thing. And Harold Ramey, who did Stripes and Ghostbusters. So that's my writing pair. Mm, nice, nice. nice. So then my mastermind, through ideas I thought of was Dan Aykroyd. I thought maybe Steve Martin. I did think Bill Murray, but ultimately I went for John Candy because nice. I love John Candy. He is incredible. Uh, he would have done Stripes and Splash and Bruce's Millions at this point, so he would have been a big enough name without being huge. But also, I think he can do... He can handle like the lovable aspect and like maybe the more serious aspect, because a lot of those movies did have an undercurrent of some sort of serious message or serious tone. But I also would like to see him doing all of these heist like roles, and have, I think he'd have a good relationship with the newbie as well, so that's what I went for. For my newbie, which I guess is similar, I think we're all doing the same thing of like the newbies kind of brought in as like this young street hustler who contacts someone who's a bit more experienced. Yeah. In so I thought maybe doing Tom Hanks, he would have done Splash at this point. Uh, and uh, the man with one red shoe was before this, I think. Mm, um, yeah. I thought Martin Short, who didn't really, his first film role was like kind of a year after this, but he had been on SNL and he'd been on SCTV. I thought maybe the Brat Pack was sort of popular at the time. So I thought, oh, I might do like Anthony Michael Hall if you want a really young, like teen coming into it. Because um, he would have done the Breakfast Club at this point. But I went for Eddie Murphy. Nice. <laughs> Eddie Murphy obviously came off of SNL, but he had just done Trading Places and Beverly Hills Cop. He, I think, could do the fast talking heist. I think he can also act and carry the drama that you need. I think he would be great in that role and also i think him and john candy would have really good chemistry so i went yeah. for eddie murphy nice um for the con man this was the one that i had the most maybe the most difficult casting because i was like okay who in all of these comedy films is able to be funny and do a lot of like quick lines and probably have like the funniest scenes who's able to do that which is basically everyone <laughs> but i thought so I thought maybe Chevy Chase, like coming off of National Lampoon and Fletch. I did think Eddie Murphy. I did also think John Candy in this role. I thought maybe Dan Aykroyd, but I went for Bill Murray. I feel like if you're doing a big comedy, 80s comedy, you kind of have to have Bill Murray in it. I think him channeling his like role in, like basically doing Venkman from Ghostbusters, but like comedy. And he's also like, kind of like Alex went with Sam Rockwell of, able to do fast talking, able to do witty, but also kind of a bumbling idiot that I think would lead to a lot of comedy. Yeah, no, I see that. As he like tries to bluff his way into somewhere and then kind of gets like caught up in his own lie and that sort of thing. I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, for the safe cracker, I had a very distinct idea of like the nerdy guy because um, I thought maybe Rick Moranis... I thought maybe Martin Short again. I did think Donovan Scott, who was um, Barbara in Police Academy, the like really meek, timid guy. But 
I went for Harold Ramey. I know I tried to not get too many of the Ghostbusters cast in there. I think with the 80s, you know, for a comedy, you just can't. You know what I mean? Well, again, yeah. it's that thing of like, because I was like, oh, looking at Stripes, it was written by Harold Ramey and starred Bill Murray and Harold Ramey. And then like, you know, Spies Like Us had a lot of like, oh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd working together and all this sort of stuff that I thought if Harold Ramey's writing it, I originally wasn't going to have him on. And I did rewatch Stripes earlier this week. And like his comedic timing and chemistry with John Candy in particular is really great and I think he's an actor who's still funny and would able to be funny in his scenes but be a bit more reserved compared to other people like if you've got Eddie Murphy and Bill Murray and kind of John Candy competing for big funny personalities I think Harold Ramey's able to like fit in there and still play like the straight man but still be funny with it so that's what I went for yeah for uh, I didn't go for a hacker because I thought 80s does that make sense. Instead, I went for demolition. Yep. I figured nice. you've got to have a moment where they blow something up. I thought maybe Steve Martin channeling like the jerk kind of era. I thought maybe Bill Murray, especially channeling like Caddyshack. I thought maybe Christopher Lloyd, who would have just done Back to the Future and would have just done Clue. Um, kind of playing like kind of crazy, wacky characters. I did think Danny DeVito. <laughs> I was hoping Danny was going to be this somewhere. Well, he would have just come off Taxi and would have done like Romancing the Stone and Jewel and That he would have been a big enough name yeah, without being too big. So I would have loved to have seen like you see because you know, I just picture him as little man with a lot of like you know like explosive way to go. You know, it's like well, I'm, I'm job. him to kind of essentially play Frank of like angry New Jersey like oh his explosive ready he comes like out of out of the explosive or whatever like shouting like about how it's precision, that sort of thing. Like, it's constantly loud and constantly, like, like angry. Over the top and... Yeah. 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 But, so I was originally going to maybe have them. But then I thought, what might be kind of fun... Because also, in these movies, you have a lot of big names, but every role isn't normally played by a big character. You often get, like, the main couple, which for me would be the mastermind, the newbie, the backer, which we'll get to in a bit, and the con man. And then the others would fit in that role but be like in oceans where you had the big names and the other ones were like casey affleck and that sort of thing mm. so i was like i don't want to go for a too big a name but also i want to go for some fun so i went for tim curry mm. okay would have come off the back of like legend and would have just done clue that i'm thinking you would have this posh british guy who's in charge of demolition that might be a fun thing i think tim curry can do like kind of crazy and frantic, but they would get a lot of comedy mileage from them all being American slackers and him being British. Mm. But also like kind of posh, but also demolition and that sort of where does he fall in that? So and also I like that. I like that. I'd like to see it. So my driver, I originally thought maybe John Candy, um, because I wanted him in the role. I thought maybe Steve Gutenberg, who would have done Police Academy and Police Academy Two, because I was thinking of like kind of taxi driver quick witted but i thought maybe there's too much of that that i thought this would be a good role to get someone like i was thinking of like kind of the silent strong guy who's kind of scared scary and doesn't really say a lot i thought maybe you could get a wrestler in i thought Raddy roddy piper does uh did body slam like a year later um and i thought maybe jane Jesse the Body Ventura, because he did Predator, admittedly a year later, but 
they were looking to get into acting, I thought it'd be kind of fun to have a wrestler. But ultimately, I went for Dolph Lundgren. Nice. He would have done Rocky Four. Yeah. Um, but then the year after this, he did um, Master of the Universe. So he's kind of in that sweet spot of, I guess, recognizable, but not a big name. But I'm just imagining the scene where they're like, oh, have you got a driver? And then he steps out and the camera pans up for a comically long amount of time. And it shows John Candy and Eddie Murphy like looking up, like exaggeratedly yeah. far at him. And he's just like, <laughs> I am driver. That sort of thing. Um, yes. The mark... I went for. I was like, oh, okay, is a businessman. It's called Mark. Probably like a sleazy businessman. I didn't go for anyone called Mark. Damn, I'd love to be a beat. Maybe Tim Matheson, who would have done Fletch um, before this, where he plays kind of a sleazy ish um, businessman. I thought maybe Christopher Lee, that might be fun. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. He had done 1941, so he'd done this, but also in the 80s, he kind of wasn't as serious an actor like the film he would have done before this was jocks which is like a sex comedy um i thought william afton who plays walter peck in ghostbusters he also played um the guy in die hard i did think gw bailey who was the like stuffy angry police captain in police academy but i went for john vernon who i think is kind of a safe bet he played the dean in animal house um and that sort of thing that i think he could just play like stuffy posh businessman yeah. who's yeah. kind of sleazy and underdoes people. So that's who I went for a mark. Also, it's kind of like with so many comedic faces and talents, the mark wouldn't probably be a huge thing. It would be in the film a fairish amount as they interact with him, but wouldn't be someone like hugely famous or comedic. Yeah. Um, so then the last one I have is the backer, which really changed. Originally, I thought kind of like in Oceans, it's an excuse to get in like Act, older actors or like older names in comedy. Yeah. And I thought maybe Roger Dangerfield, Rodney Dangerfield, sorry, um, who had done like Caddyshack back to school. I thought maybe Mel Brooks, obviously, had done all this stuff in the 70s. I thought maybe Richard Pryor as well, who would have done The Toy and Superman 3 and Brewster's Millions. Um, but then I thought, oh, what I could do is um, have a woman in that role. And often women in 80s comedies are kind of tend to not be comedic actresses and they kind of tend to be more straight laced, more the voice of reason, and are there for someone to fall in love with essentially. Yeah. So I thought, who could have a romance with Eddie Murphy? And I thought, like, her, her role could be her father was like an associate with the, the Mark who then like screwed him over. So she's come to John Candy and Eddie Murphy to like get revenge for her father so i thought who could be a good comedic match with eddie murphy i thought maybe leah thompson who'd done back to the future and this was the year she did howard the duck but also i just love leah thompson uh i thought gina davis would have done tootsie and fletch and this year would have done the fly did think jamie lee curtis as well she would have done trading places um but ultimately i went for kim cattrall who at this point would have done uh police academy and also did hold up which is kind of comedy uh, she would like be going on to doing Big Trouble in Little China, but I thought she'd be good at having some comedic lines, but still being straight laced and be a romantic foil for Eddie Murphy. Nice, cool. So that's my film. Yeah, I like that. I would watch I, that film. I would definitely watch that film. Hmm. Hmm. Again, there's some like predictable choices, but I tried not to just do, you know, Ghostbusters in every role and yeah, 
that sort of thing. I tried to, I tried to yeah. spice uh, it up. Have you, have you just got an idea for like what particular sort of heist you might do? Like particular heist you might do, or still a bit? Not really. I mean, I feel like it would be them heisting a businessman, so it might be like they have to like get he's like putting money aside or whatever, so they have to like kind of con him out of something. I guess yeah. I don't know. I didn't really have that much in mind. I, I just knew that it would be eighties comedies. A lot of this time, like I said, were. Slackers and stoners and down and out lovable goofball heroes, normally versus some kind of figure of authority, often politicians or often like police. I would kind of be getting the vibe of like a Robin Hood style heist of, you know, robbing for everything he has and like distribute it amongst the the working people kind of thing. I don't know whether that's what you'd be going for, but that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, I could see that. I was also like kind of thinking of like um, trading places or. Again, like really any of those style films where it's them going against the businessman and try and take him down a couple of pegs or whatever by swindling his business. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's what that's my film. I like that. It's a film that I would watch. Definitely. Yeah. So Callum, what be yes. your film? Right, so uh, my film uh, is uh, I picked was the '90s. So my film was so, trying to sort of set it around sort of mid to late '90s. I couldn't quite pick exact year, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So um, so 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 sort of like tone of vibe went for mine was um, obviously because '90. Um, I sort of went for like quite the cause in that sort of time. Obviously, that sort of that late '90s also to well, most '90s and also early '90s was sort of thriller action stereotypical films. And I was trying to think, think, think more like that. Like, I, I saw a lot of like over top action, maybe a bit of like um, a lot of twists and like them doing trying to do twists and turns and make it a bit more cl- clever than it is, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's going back because obviously there's a lot of those in that sort of time. And, so, and George mm-hmm, probably knows. <laughs> yeah, and, no, I, yeah. I don't really want to like influence anything, but I have an idea of maybe three directors I think you might pick. But at the moment, you seem to be going against them. Interesting. Hmm. Well, I, I I was sort of thinking like I, was, I don't know I, I kind of like um, I don't know I just felt felt a different with this like um, and no, also, I, I, yeah I like it it makes sense I just like I was like who would Callum pick and they had and some idea also it's a thing as well thing I mentioned I didn't actually tell you who it was earlier George but we said earlier about like why mine I sort of picked it yeah because again this is I'm gonna start with a director mm-hmm. directors because um, um, I picked someone that again well this is a start of their career and it's more based on stuff to do later but I was actually gonna go for the Wachowskis. Mm, not who I would have picked. Because it's, it's, it's me think, well, thinking a lot, because obviously, um, obviously, because I did Midnight Nights, obviously, I know that their main career starting point, um, their, 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 their debut was in Bound, so obviously, you probably, which, which I believe was uh, 96, and um, they didn't do the Matrix until obviously 99, so it's sort of be between that, but it's based on what they might do later. So maybe not exactly what they would do at that point, but I like the idea that something they might have done. Ooh. And obviously it's based on um, so I I picked them maybe because I, I thought they'd make some like they do some amazing a- a- action choreograph scenes. I think also the stories they write they try they try and I would set it up a bit so there's a lot of like flashbacks and twists and turns throughout this plot and a lot of scenes outside the heist as well. Where um, uh, uh. yeah so like yeah so the, the, so like they were trying to do a lot of tw- like, like twist twists in the plot and like like characters maybe like cheating on other characters like um. Some some of secretive, some not telling the full story, and then you find out more later in the plot. If you know what sort of vibe I'm going for there, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah, so that was my. I, I thought which might, might work as an interesting choice. Again, I put your point. You both agree that 
maybe this is a too early in their career for them to do something like this, especially with the castings I'm picking, then maybe the people wouldn't go to that particular film. But that's something I think the only blip really of my casting for that. But I thought it was quite an interesting choice. Mm. Oh, yeah. So my mastermind for the heist, I've actually picked Gary Oldman. Okay. okay. Based mainly on, like, I would like to see him play sort of like the quirky, eccentric sort of character he did in The Fifth Element. Yeah, I was going to say, Fifth Element is the one that really rings a bell for the 90s. Yeah, because um, Fifth Element, I think, was filmed in, I want to say, 95, or am I wrong there? It came out, like, 97, didn't it? So, yeah, so sort of off that time, I, I think also he'd be quite a good, like, so sort of, like, you know, lead, lead, lead on the heist, quite a lot of someone everyone listen to, and he'd be quite authoritative as well. Hmm. But also, I think, also play, play quite a cl- cl- clever, like, sort of quirky, witty man in the heist, where, like, I can sort of see the film being like like maybe parts in it where sort of the crew would be worried and he'd be like, no, don't don't worry, I got this. Like you know, be a bit more like you know, like he's just quite calm and quite. He knows what he's doing. Always, and always, he always got like a solution to everything. That's that sort of yeah. And then um, I say as well. Uh, so uh, for my uh, for my uh, con man, yeah, I I I was trying to think of like who I, who I picked for this and. I actually sort of went for again because I, I tried to pick a sort of few casts like sort of like you start their career or like younger, mm-hmm. and I think based on this actor who obviously this what it just came out was um, I picked Cuba Gooding Jr. who would have just been yeah. walk, walking off the Jem uh, uh, hype because that came out in '95. Mm. I can see him being quite a, like a, a quick talking, a, a quick talking man who uh, like and. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, it seems like it would be very like in the style of Bernie Mac in the Ocean film. It's kind of the vibe yeah. I get. From. Mm. Like confident and kind of in your face a bit. Yeah, I like... I kind of see him being a bit like cheeky and it really like you know like especially like if you have hostages as well. I imagine being like like playing around a bit with like the motion and stuff in the film as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and then um, uh, for my uh, uh, safe crack here, I actually went for more like because uh, in my mind, like I didn't quite get the whole idea ready for it. But I was thinking more like they would do like sort of. I was thinking more like sort of the sort of nineties time as well that you'd pick like. So I picked Michelle Pfeiffer for the idea of this, but not quite exactly safe crack. someone that steals the arms. So I, I, I pictured it would be sort of like you know like sort of like the laser room type thing. Basically, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like know, athletic, yes, I'm th- yeah. I'm exactly like that. Sort of, all the way through. Yeah, yeah, that sort of vibe was going. So, not, I think, does that suitable idea for a safe cracker to sort of swap this person that like, gets the, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why that's why it gets through traps yeah. and things. It, we gave ourselves guidelines so we didn't pick yeah. wildly different films, but we could totally like how you view them is up to yeah. you. So, yeah, yeah, so I, I picked uh, obviously like kind of like be similar to like sort of acrobatic stuff she does in, in Batman Returns, obviously, Tim Burton's film. As Catwoman, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I thought quite cool. So I think also in this time she'd be in her thirties. Uh, she would have been I'm trying to think what films would have come out that near that time. Uh, Dangerous Mind was mid nineties, I think. Yeah, and I think she's got Wolf as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 don't know. I think she... it was in the Prince of Egypt. I vaguely remember. Oh yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I think she worked quite well, in that. and I think as well, like, um, I sort of when I was looking at that part, I in my mind had a bit similar idea of like, you know, in um the first Resident Evil film when he had uh, I forgot yeah, name, Mila Jovovich, yeah, like a bit like that character in a way, but more obviously athletic because the in that film mm. she was much more like. Also, I like to be quite a strong character as well. 
Yeah, and um, uh, my uh, 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 newbie for the heist. I actually see this is another thing I don't think would happen, but I would love to have seen it because based on what he'd been at the time. Um, you know, you McGregor. Oh yeah. I would yeah. love to have seen yeah. young McGregor like from like you know obviously like how he was in train spotting. Okay. Yeah. That's just me thinking like you know I just I would like I, I that's, that's that's not really I doubt you'd be casting this film. Yeah, no, I, I get where like you're coming from, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So I, I like to have seen it. I like it. I mean, yeah, ninety nine, right? He did Star Wars, so yeah, so yeah, mid late, yeah, so it'd be just for Star Wars, wouldn't it? Like yeah. after cause yeah. after Train Spots, yeah, so that sort of time when he's starting to be, sort of become more up and rising. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. And then uh, for my uh, gadget, so I did like I changed my like a gadget person because I think I didn't think hacker was. Well, I thought Gadget worked a bit better. I mean, with the Wachowskis, they would definitely have a ton of hacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, actually, yeah. So, it's looking the same. I nice went... hacking, smash the keyboard together. I actually went a bit, a bit like what Alex said, actually, like how most films do, like, aesthetical sort of, like, Gotham or something. I went mm. for that purely because at the time, they would have done that. So I yeah, went no, for... that makes sense. I went for Uma Thurman. Yeah, yeah. He would have been just okay. cut off Pulp Fiction. George, are you a bit iffy on that one? <laughs> well, uh, no, just... Her is like gothic, or whatever. Like this is. I could sort of. I, that's just me, sort of like. Just, I I could see it personally. Maybe not. I mean, uh, yeah. But, I'm not. I don't dislike the choice. I like it with Thurman. It was just. Well, maybe not necessarily gothic. I think it's based on what Alex sort of said that these have like a like a. Sort of stereotypical well, yeah. no, kind of badass. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. The epitome of that is mid nineties when Hackers came out, and then like. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Angelina Jolie's role in that is kind of. Exactly that, yeah, that there. Exactly what Alex would describe. Whatever, yeah, but... yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, so left, and then um, see the drive. I didn't think about too much. I think that's some sort of thing. Like it'd be quite cool. That sort of role. I actually went for Antonio Banderas in the nineties. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think that. I don't know why that one. I didn't think about too much, but I sort of picked him. Went, Do you know what? I can see that. Very cool. Him not having like a huge role, but I can see him being quite a cool getaway driver and, and making a few like kind of like funny lines, quick quips and stuff as well. Yeah. Not quite as magnificent as, as Dolph Lundgren had in the George's one, <laughs> but <laughs> I can see him like pulling up and being like, "Get in," you know, that sort of you know, it's a more minor character but still memorable. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I found with the driver is I'm like the driver is more really the stunt team. Like anyone could be a good driver if you've got a good stunt team to do yeah. the car stunts. I thought. I mean... Sorry. Go on. I was just gonna say, also Antonio Banderas was like pretty big at that period. Yeah, because so. um, uh, Zorro would have been at some sort, of, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean Desperado and Des- yeah. Zorro were around that sort of time. Yeah, and then uh, okay, so we got left, and then my target. Um, actually, I probably said the backer first. Back, I went for okay. I felt like again, like, I, I, I think I just felt like more stereotypical was nineties now, but um, yeah, I went for um, uh, uh, like an old man. Like, I went, I went for, I, I couldn't, I sort of couldn't pick between. I started off with Jack Nicholson. Okay. As like the sort of like backer, like the whole heist. You said like yeah. the sort of like old man doing it. Now, now also I can, I've also made a debate like Liam Neeson at the time as well. Yeah. And that's the one where I couldn't quite pick. I not I don't know, that's the one where I couldn't really quite get a set in stone. What do you guys think? What, what do you guys think for that one really? I mean, of the two of them, I would say Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Do you think Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Well, I think like I feel yeah. like Liam Neeson is really good, but in that period of the nineties, he was kind of doing a lot more like dramas and stuff yeah so, true yeah coming off of schindler's list he just did tons of yeah. dramas really until see i i would if you just said where would you cast jack mickelson in this film i would have thought more of the target rather than the oh backer. yeah so that's my last one i got left now 
Maybe. Um, I, would, I would say, like, he was a big name to bring in for the backup. Yeah. yeah no, 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 like, uh, either could work. Either could work. Mm. Yeah, because your idea, like, I found also before, the back is, like, normally, like, he, like someone who's not in it loads, but, like, they're, like, they just, they're, like this big part where, like, you get a big actor to come in and be, like, the the person behind the heist sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. My target, which is the last one now, is I picked Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. Oh, we don't sound if, if in that one. <laughs> no, just, uh, you know, it's very different to what he would normally do. Like, it's, yeah, it's an interesting choice. I like the choice. I'm not... Yeah, that's why... I think I'm thinking yeah. my list is, like, not necessarily... I think some of them I can believe. Some of them is, like, I doubt they'd be, want to be in this film. We cast this film, but I'd love to see them in that film. Especially mm, yeah. a, a younger dad down there, because he would have been in his, like, uh, probably 30s. For, yeah, probably... Yeah, no... But yeah, thirties would have been this film. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 uh, he would have just done, I think, the boxer. I think would be on it by that time. I don't know. And it would have been before Gangs of New York. Yeah, I was gonna say the one that I kind of remember from that is Gangs of New York. Yeah, so I think if I that's a target, I'd, I'd have a bit like a sort of well, just like sort of well put together man, but also have a bit like a a short fuse. That's how I'd sort of have his character. Hmm. Bit of like yeah. a yeah, like so easily, you know. An, like you could turn on you quite easily. Yeah. So um, that that is my nineteen nineties heist film. Nice. Nice. You guys got any questions on it? Um. No, not really. Uh, I guess what I was thinking because when you said about um, you cast Michelle Pfeiffer to be in that sort of Mila Jovovich yeah. role. Yeah. You, you could have cast Mila Jovovich. No, she's too young. I think she would have been like 16 at the time, wouldn't she? I don't know, she would have done The Fifth Element, so how old was she when she did The Fifth Element? Uh, like 20? Because I, I did Really? Mid-20s? Oh, I'm being completely wrong I don't, Well, I just more was like, oh, The Fifth Element Because I always Because I was thinking of The Fifth Element is a Wachowski film, but it's not I don't know why I always think that But when you said about, oh, like I'd have it like. Oh, no, of course, you are, you're in 20s Yeah, you're right yeah, I mean, she would have done, but I, you know, and Gary Oldman was in that film. Yeah, true. You know, I've seen one. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she would have been in her twenties. Like, she could have worked quite well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like Michelle Pfeiffer. I just when you were like, oh, kind of like the Mila Jovovich role. I was like, I suppose, oh, like, I suppose, like you said as well. I suppose it'd be more believable. Not saying obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer obviously wasn't, 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 wasn't obviously young, like, like in her thirties. But I suppose you could look at like a very young, young character. Maybe, maybe possibly even a love interest between, like. McGregor was saying he's probably quite young, young, young in that sort of film. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like. I like it, Carter. Yeah, I would also watch this film. Hmm. Yeah, I, think I feel like of the three, I feel like Callum's would be the most out there. Yes. Yeah. Like, because I feel like Alex went for Taika Waititi film that I feel like would be like a Jojo Rabbit kind of deal of like it, it's it's good and saying i think i went yeah. for just kind of like a ghostbusters again i think callum yeah. with like the wachowskis and some of your casting choices i think you went for one that could either be a big like well-known 90s film or could be like one of those 90s films that fade that, that's over. right yeah i i know what you mean like yours is the most risque it's the hit like, it's a hit and miss yeah, yeah but i think that's kind of where i know what you mean it'll either be a memorable like classic or there's no, yeah. forget, it's one or the other. There's no in between of like, oh, it's a, it's okay film. It's it's one or the other. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was a lot of, I guess, nineties of eighties. There's a lot of like, yeah, this is good. This is solid. But I feel like 90s, I... like 
I feel like I'm I did try to capture the 90s as best I could. I feel like I did do it mm. how you could, yeah. Yeah, no. But I say like yeah, yeah. I, I I quite like I, I love George's one and Axe's I I think like you did, you did pitch like I could see nearly all of them being in a Takahiti film and bouncing yeah. off each other in that sort of yeah yeah cool. well, no. I want to see all of these films Hollywood if you're listening Hollywood in the 1980s and 90s if you're listening, listening. <laughs> <laughs> please go back and make these films <laughs> you know who you also could have cast Callum I gone. In that um, movie role, is Keanu Reeves? I did debate that for the movie because, um, like, like, yeah, he yeah. would have at this point done Speed, and like, obviously went on to work with The Matrix, but was a big-ish name. He did yeah, Dracula I, I, with with um, Gary Oldman as well. Yeah, I did actually. I did debate that. I did, but then in my mind, it's just because I think I like him a lot. I did so. I I just. I suppose it's kind of reason it's actually more believable for being in this film, but I just would love to see you McGregor in this world for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. Well, that is, I, that is, a, I think, the more interesting casting. I think mm. he would have done Johnny Mnemonic mm. at this point. And then I also to see as well, like you could have had like quite a young DiCaprio being a newbie as well. Yeah. What yeah. year was Titanic? Mm. Sorry. What year was Titanic? Ninety nine. Ninety. I thought it was earlier than that. I think, I think it's earlier than that. No, 97. 97. 97, yeah, I was going to say I thought it was about that. So, would have just been coming off of Titanic. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, I, actually, I really enjoyed that, guys. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed going through and thinking about who would be cast and who I'd like to be cast and stuff. Mm, great. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think it comes to uh, end of this podcast episode now. Yeah, so um, uh, if, you, if you guys if you guys uh, 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 enjoyed that, enjoyed that listening at home, I. Please do do uh, hit us up on social media if you have any more ideas for things like to discuss. So I think I can Ooh. say for all of us that we'd love to do more of that sort of stuff. Well, I was going to say, I really yeah. enjoyed doing this and thinking about this, that if you have more suggestions, uh, if you're listening, yes. about stuff you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, so um, yeah. I, 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 oh, we'll be, we'll be in any questions anyway, but obviously uh, I can find us uh, uh, on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Yeah, yeah and um, yeah, so all the end credits. Um, yeah, so, uh, have you guys got any last things you want, you want to add? No, no, not particularly. I want to watch these films now that don't exist, which is sad. But, you know. Well, you can watch films like them. Yeah. yeah. To, to be fair, you mine's can... like the stereotypical 90s action film. There's many of them. Yeah, yeah, well, mine is also like a lot of comedies that you can go and watch them and see how it would have felt to them. How would have felt? See where we got our inspiration. See, Get as close as you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so everyone, uh, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode of Will Rewind. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Take care. Eat fruit. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Thank you for listening to Real Rewind, where you can tune into new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and Radio Public. Please follow Real Rewind on Facebook at The Real Rewind on Twitter and Real underscore Rewind on Instagram. See you soon.